Hi and welcome to another episode of the Getting Things Done podcast. I am Morten Røvik and I am with my good friend and colleague Lars Rotskill Henriksen here again from the GTD Nordic. Que tal, amigo? <laughs> Hi, Morten. Happy to be back. Good to see you as always and looking forward to recording another episode for our listeners and viewers. If you have not listened to our podcast before, the goal for us is to help you learn GTD or become even better GCDers. And as always, we hope that these episodes support you in that. If you are new to GCD or would like a refresher on the five steps, then we recommend you go back and listen to episodes one through six of the podcast to get an introduction to the basics of GCD. This is episode number 59 of the podcast. And today we'll be talking about a topic that I was sure we had covered way back, but apparently not. No. We had not. Uh, the, that uh, topic is areas of focus and responsibility. And we will cover that in depth today so that if you are new to this concept, you will see how it fits into the horizons of focus and to the methodology as such and how you can use that in creating an overview of everything you committed to do something about, at least areas that will birth something you will commit to do something about. So, But before we get there, I want to um, uh, talk about something I've not uh, told you I will talk about. So <laughs> <laughs> this is Morton from the sides coming. Um, no, um, you know, I try to throw you off your balance by uh, introducing a new way of saying hello or how are you uh, in... Uh, noticed, yes, yes uh, you have. And I'm sure our listeners also have yeah. seen this. And I probably killed um, some airs to some people where I tried to pronounce your language. Uh, so I would like to, to invite people to send us an email to podcast at gtdnordic.dk with uh, at least... Uh, your country where you're where you're listening from and how to say hello and please keep it clean because i will say that on the air and i i would prefer not needing to google that before so so keep it clean and and if you you think i will pronounce it wrong please uh, add a little um soundbite um, um you can do it from your phone you can do it by your iphone just do our um, voice memo and send that memo to me with the the, uh, the the name of what, whatever you want me to, to say. And please, again, keep it clean. So podcast at gtdnordic.dk with uh, whatever you want me to try and throw Lars off with uh, a greeting from your country, which we have not seen yet. We have a lot of listeners from a very you know distant reaches of the world, almost everywhere, which is super mm. cool. So if you have, I, I haven't covered your um, language yet. Please... Let me know, and um, I'll give give it a shot. So yeah, and, I'll be I'll be looking out for if we get a sort of an explicit sign the the e on Apple Podcast. We yeah. know that we, we we apparently said something we shouldn't. Have. Yeah, but I, I yeah. Let's uh, but keep it clean, people. We have so, nice yeah, so I'm okay. Sure yeah, we have nice listeners. GGGers are the nicest people on earth. So okay, so. okay. That that aside, Lars. Um, Areas of focus, um, they are part of the, uh, the horizons, uh, sorry, the, the focus, horizons of focus model of getting things done. So just for, for the listeners, I think that I will give a brief overview. You can dive into the, um, the areas of focus and we can look at them more in depth. But, you know, we have two axes in getting things done. We have control, where the five steps of getting things done comes in. 
capture everything that has your attention, clarify what it means to you, organize it into a system, reflect and review that system on a regular basis, and then engage. That's the five steps of getting things done. And um, uh, we have then the, the horizons aspect where we lift the gaze to where you want to be in life, where... Where will you like to, you know, your life to lead you? Where, where is your preferred purpose of life? What would you like to do, etc. And this this model is, um, you know, the two axes gives you a model where you get really good at getting things done, and the second part is giving you the possibility to find out where are you going with all this getting done things. Hmm. So. So I'm I'm going to to for those of you who are on um I've, you know see this on YouTube you will now see the areas of focus and accountability the horizons of focus um, model and so I um Lars will you take us through the horizons of focus sure. model I can I can do that and yeah perhaps this is a good episode to to swing by YouTube uh, to to watch the episode as well and uh, at least uh, on on my channel I've noticed uh, several new uh, subscribers so so great that that people are also switching to to watching uh, and especially I think this episode will be helpful for them to to see um so what you see on the screen right now and if you're just uh, listening I'll I'll run through them um there are six levels of of focus in the horizon focus model where the ground level is all the things that are uh, placed in your calendar, time-specific actions, um, and we have your next actions lists as well. That's the ground level of the horizons of focus. Above that, we have everything you're committed to completing. So that's the horizon one, meaning projects, so everything you're committed to completing within the next 12 months, everything that takes more than one action step to complete. That's what we're looking at from that perspective. Then Horizon 2 is the one that we'll dive into today, which is areas of focus and accountability. What are you committed to maintaining at certain standards, both from a work perspective and at home as well, uh, covering both those um, those spheres of your life. Above that, we have Horizon 3, goals and objectives. So looking a bit further into the future where projects are limited to around 12 months, then what if we look a bit further into the future? Where do you want to be? What are the goals that you're aiming towards? Again, both personally, both personally and professionally, those go on Horizon number 3. Horizon 4 is the vision for where you want to be. So uh, where, do you, where are you really aiming when we look even further into the future where things are you know, in the ideal scenario? Where, where would you like to, to be? And lastly, Horizon 5, purpose and principles. So purpose of your company, your own personal purpose and the principles, the standards of how you work and uh, engage in life, basically. I think that's the, the quick walkthrough model. And it seems that I lost you. You have not lost me, but I have muted myself. <laughs> there we are again. Zoom <laughs> uh, syndrome. Uh, no, I was saying that uh, that was a very good and accurate description of the, the Horizons of Focus model. And uh, we are going then to zoom in on the Horizons of Focus and accountability. And um, when I describe this, I describe the areas of focus and accountability. These are often divided into two spheres, work or professional related and personal related, which are areas you would like to focus on or that you have a responsibility for. And uh, these uh, areas, and this is a little important, people, listen up, because a lot of people that I coach, 
don't understand this. They put areas of focus on their project lists. Don't do that. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I'm, I'm now trying to save you money because you don't need me for coaching you if you get this. Oh, yeah, probably you do. But hey, uh, you, I will save you this, <laughs> these pennies by saying that if you are, are putting, you know, having um, a map somewhere written down, we will, we will show you how to make this a uh, little later. Um, if you make this, the areas of focus and accountability are areas um, where you will birth projects. These areas of, um, areas of focus and accountability, when you look at them, you will say, hmm, I'm not happy with this area. This, I'm not maintaining this at a standard I'm comfortable with. Let me create a project to do that. And, and what, the reason I'm saying pay attention is because I see a lot of people put areas of focus and accountability on their projects list. Like it says budget. Okay, you may be hmm. responsible for the budget, but what budget? You know, the budget as the whole thing, that's an area of focus. But if you have budget and then says budget 2022, finalized, then suddenly there is a project that has a start and an end. And it is at a side outcome with a project verb. So the difference of area areas of focus and projects are the fact that areas of focus don't have next actions connected to them, but they will give birth to projects to maintain that area. Do you have anything to add to that description, Lars? Do you something that can well, that's, help people uh, that, understand? That, that, yeah, no, I think that makes sense, and, and I do see that as well. That that you can uh, can sometimes uh, tend to to mix uh, these areas of focus into to projects, and um, I've seen that with the coaching clients and seminar participants as well. That this can can certainly happen, and it's uh, you know coming back to having a. Uh, a clear project list and the value of that, it really helps to move these uh, to a different map, basically. So taking them mm -hmm. out of the projects list, having a separate uh, separate place to store these, you can still group them if that makes sense for you to to group your projects by areas of focus. And that can certainly be a way to organize mm -hmm. your projects list. But but seeing them as two different things, I think, yeah. is, is critical. Yeah, yeah just... Um imagine that they are folders and inside the folders you have files so the areas of focus mm. are folders and then the projects are files so that's and you can't a folder cannot can never be a file and a file can never be a, um, a folder um, yeah, just by the nature of it so, mm. so let, let's div, div, dive into this further let's go to and i will show another slide now which is um, areas of focus professional and this is um a mind map that we show people when we do the, the level two training. I'm actually doing a level two training now, uh, today, tomorrow, and the day after tomorrow, a uh, virtual one. And that's why I'm, I'm this is very close to my, my attention right now. So this is um, a way to mind map out your areas of focus. Um, it's a way to get it out of your head, actually. So, but some people don't like uh, mind maps. They are uncomfortable with them. I don't know how to use them, but it is really just a tool to 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 get ideas outside. And for, for some people, myself included, um, it has been really helpful doing this mind map. But how do you say people doing this when they're not doing mind maps, Loris? Have you seen people do it as yeah, lists, it's maybe? no, but it, and I certainly recognize it, and that was actually one of the takeaways for me from the level two seminar was just a reminder to use these mind maps because I did notice mm. a clear shift in 
my ability to get things out of my head. Uh, this more free format, just draw a new line, just write something there. Something else came up, right? I'll draw a new line, write something there. Mm. It just seemed like a more free way to, to get things out of your head. So it was certainly helpful for me to to write it this way. But you could, uh, you know, if you wanted to make a a list instead, then you can mm. certainly certainly do that as well. But uh, but for me, it was really helpful actually to um, to to really um, try to draw this out as a as a mind map. That worked really well for me. Mm. Um, and and you know, I I would tend to really. Um, you know, we all have habits of how we do things, how we write things down. I uh, I was really focused on, I like my list, and this is one list, and then there's an, one item on the list, and on the next uh, item, and the next item, and, you know, that kind of thinking. And it was really just helpful for me to to draw it out in this way instead. So, mm. um, yeah, hopefully that makes sense for people to, to try that out as well. Yeah. And and I just want to, if you are not familiar with the, the mind maps, try it out. I suggest just have a pen and paper and just start making a you know write something me in the circle you know that's your name and then and make a circle around that and start to see what am i responsible for at work and then trying to to map that out just try play with it see if it's if it's at, at, you know rings a bell or or you know makes you release some energy positive uh, for this, if not, go go use it. You do do a make a word document maybe instead, and make the the um, the the first uh, topics that comes to mind as as the header of of the. Um, of the documents, so the training development yeah, or, committees, or, or, or whatever yeah, yeah. could work, so you yeah. can still format and move things below, so you still have a relationship yeah. between. Yeah. Them. So, so by thinking, think of it as nested, like uh, like you said, uh, headers and then bullet points under, and then maybe sub bullets under there. So, so if we follow this mind map further on, so this this, this is an HR professional who has training of development committees, organization development, etc. And then follow her uh, path of uh, opening up her areas of focus. And um, now we added on training and development, best practices, R&D, training resources, etc. And this is the way to just get everything out there that you have responsibility for. And at the last level here, she is um, um, responsible for some personnel, uh, five people that she is responsible for. And um, the idea here is to map what areas of focus and accountability you think you have. And uh, one of the things I've seen is that a lot of people, when they write this, they understand, oh gosh, I'm overcommitted. And I say, yes, you are. <laughs> have you seen that? Uh, you know, Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 such an interesting perspective to to try and draw uh, and get an overview of that and see where does all my work come from, where where does it come from, and also to 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 flip it around and say, okay, so what am I actually doing that does not perhaps fit this uh, this outline? So um, one of the things that was struck me when I have been working with people on this, for example, in in coaching, um, one place to start would be to look at your job description. But what I've found, and I'm curious to hear what what you've found as well, Morten, is that um, rarely does that match up. <laughs> I, I worked with a professor at a, at a university, and we we took that as a starting point. But in reality, what her responsibilities were and and 
you know, how things had shaped out initially mm. from that initial job description. Um, it really was an interesting perspective to to take back and, and again, to discuss work. We often talk about taking your projects list and maybe sharing it with your boss to just, you know, clarify. So this is all the stuff I'm committed to right now. So you can see there's a lot of stuff going on. Mm. Um, another perspective that's really interesting is this areas of focus um, mm. where it's, um, yeah, it's in 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 several cases i i found that these didn't really match up uh, with the original job descriptions or at least there were many more moving parts than than the job description might have shown i don't know mm -hmm. if what what your experience is one i i have exactly the same is that a lot of people there's a mismatch between what they what their job description says and what they're actually doing and that's Welcome to the knowledge workers reality. This is how mm. it works because you are you're hired to do a job and then suddenly it morphs into something different and you get some more responsibilities because some person thinks that this oh he or she can do this you know do a good job let's give her he or she this in addition. So but then my thinking here is that when you map this out and do it as as honestly as you can for things that you really think that this is my professionals professional areas of focus and then take this with you to your boss and mm -hmm. ask if this is correct does this match with your bosses um, or your superiors um, uh, you know definition of what you're supposed to engage your time in and and I would say that especially if you understand that I have overcommitted myself because I can't deliver on all these areas of focus and my projects is you know they are not in, in good shape for this I don't have projects for a lot of these areas of focus and if that happens then you have a a way to you know um, a way to have a conversation with your boss that is constructive where you can show your boss this is what i think i am you know um, accountable for and it's too much what need to go for me to have good days that's my take on this do you have something yeah. to add to that or yeah <clears throat> but there are so many different uh, ways we could look at this and and how we could use it um i just had a coaching client that actually where we where we quickly drew this up and he brought this with him to his new boss and it gave mm -hmm. them a really nice uh, lot of platform to to discuss how he was spending his uh, his time mm -hmm. so one perspective is is certainly to look at these different uh, um, areas of focus and see so how much time to actually spend on these different ones what is actually taking up my time uh, also if we look back at the um, the, diff the three threefold nature of work, the different types of work, all the unplanned work, where does that show up, for example, and how much mm. of that time is actually, uh, how much of that uh, area of focus is taking up my time based on unplanned work. So I think mm. this, this can trigger some really, really interesting uh, discussions. Mm. And perhaps for those out there listening who are entrepreneurs and, and work with multiple businesses, I've seen this from uh, several entrepreneurs, also some that I have coached, that uh, once we started doing this, well, instead of just, uh, you know, these different areas that we see now on screen, it was different mm. businesses. And under each of those businesses, there were this and this and this and this area of focus. Yeah. So it really became a significant map and also just helped highlight that, wow, if I have, you know, I probably have 24 hours in my day, just as just, just the, the next guy. Um, but you know, this triggered actually for, in both of those cases that come to mind, um, that they closed down businesses. 
that they yeah. simply saw that the time I spend on this, the, the amount of time that I invest on a weekly or maybe even daily basis to make this run, all things considered and, and also taking into consideration the personal sphere, um, this just did not work for them. So, so it yeah. can really trigger some, some big, uh, big and uh, impactful uh, thoughts. Yeah, the, 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 the idea of these maps are just to show you what you've committed to do something about and uh, the areas you need to maintain and if you understand that hey, I have overcommitted myself then that's a good thing it's never a bad thing to realize um, if you made a mistake or if you made um, you know and, and I would say that overcommitment committing is one of the, uh, the if you have a knowledge workers sin register this will be on that <laughs> would you say <laughs> that together with time optimism uh, is probably the two worst, um, you know, stress drivers in the world that you overcommit, uh, and um, and you you are time optimist. Then you this is the the roadmap to burnout. So yeah. which we also have an episode for. So if you if you are on yeah. the route there, look <laughs> in the registry. I'm sure Lars will make a note to to link to that because if you are, mm -hmm. this is a way to 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 map out what have i what have I, what do i have a responsible responsibility for and is that accurate is that good for me and you can have that discussion with yourself and those around you so it helps you mm, yeah avoid. it really really gives you clarity and also i think for those of you working um, um perhaps in bigger companies but at least in a company where you've been for a while because i do see a tendency that when you move from one position to the next it really just you know letting go of all the previous areas of focus and responsibility yeah. um that can be difficult yeah. uh, i do i remember that back from my my days as well as an it consultant where I, we would work with clients and um you know you'd, you'd come across some some people that you worked with that were really really busy and looking at the work that they were supposed to do it was pretty clear that there was something else going on and that was often mm. because they were such a, a, a knowledgeable and helpful person that they mm. would often sort of oh we can we can still go and ask uh, thomas to see if we can get his feedback on this i know he left mm. that position three years ago but he's still you yeah. know the smartest guy when it comes to you know compensation planning or whatever it might be yeah. uh, so so keep that in mind as well if you try to draw it your own yeah yeah i i, I do uh i do do agree with you this is um what i find uh, um i also see uh, i've done a, a couple of coachings with a, two different two or three different coaching clients who had were in between two jobs or so they had two jobs uh, where they are, are uh, they were uh, at the time um, in between. They have just they're migrating from one job to another, and and to have a map of what I've had and what I have, and then it's also letter easy to let go of what you had. So if you make, you know, uh, two branches, one old job, one new job, it's easier to then just cut the old job off when you're finished, and then. If somebody asks you, you can decide whether if yeah, do I have time or not, or is it within my interest, or do I want to make you know the um, the extra effort necessary to to help my colleagues uh, in my old job? 
So yeah, yeah, building on that, I think also I'm reminded of I think it's in Making It All Work, the book uh, also written by by David Allen, where I think he refers to a a, um, a handover from one GTD to the next uh, mm. in in this transitional period. I yeah. believe it's from the the perspective of the projects list, but it mm. could you know having this list, uh, this uh, this mind map or whatever shape it might be in, yeah. uh, it it would be so valuable to 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 walk through. Yeah, imagine that you are replacing a person going out, you know, in you know child labor or changing job, or or at least you are coming into a pre predefined, um, you know, um, work role, and and having this served on your first day, and then a list of all the active projects that are on the run here that you have to take and and commit to and and and, and finish. Mm. The handover process is so much more elegant when you have this, wouldn't you say? Absolutely, absolutely, yeah, yeah. no doubt. Okay, then I suggest we, we we shift focus for areas of focus for professional to personal. And uh, often, at least for me, I see that a lot of people have very, um, you know, complex personal lives. Um, and this this map here is probably just for one one individual that has a fairly uh, simple life, I would say, because I don't know if you've noticed, but people marry and they remarry, and then they don't have just one set of children; they have two, three sets of children <laughs> they have to relate to. So this kind of gets messy uh, after a while. But uh, at, uh, rich, I think is, is uh, yes, the right yes, yes, rich, yes, yes. <laughs> So let's, <laughs> on that high note, let's continue into <laughs> looking into this. And as I, I now um, unfold these, you understand that there are things in this, um, uh, you know, this person's life that is um, rich. And, um, <laughs> and <laughs> but it is, it gets fairly complex when you get older, it does. doesn't it? When you get children and you have, you know, uh, and I understand also for those of you, well, I have also a grandchild now. Um, uh, this this is, you know, it gets more complex the older you get. And especially in, in the life where you have a lot of, like Lars is in the middle of that. He has two young boys. And mm -hmm. uh, and it, get, it, it can get rich or messy, <laughs> depending on how you look at it. <laughs> but messy is not bad. It's just when you are in the middle of that chaos of having children and having you know, daycare and school and messages from school and your healthcare and and then that a, a dash of Corona on top of this and um, and uh, it gets it gets messy, I think, but it's not bad. It's life. Life is messy, wouldn't you say, Lars? Agree with me, please. <laughs> no, uh, if you don't. Okay. So, um, and then uh, we can go even further uh, going um, on this mind map here. And real, really, if you haven't, if you're not on the, um, the YouTube uh, channels now to go there and have a look, because this is going to give you a lot of ideas. And I suggest that if you are a uh, GTD or has not mapped out your areas of focus, personal and um, professional, do. Take the time to do this. What would you say that when you did this first time, Lars, what was your key takeaways? 
Um, what was my key takeaways on this? Um, I think taking a step back, actually, uh, attending the, the level two seminar really made a, a big difference. I think, yeah, level mm. one as, as well, but but where I was at already in my GTD journey, the, the level two really made a big difference and um, mainly natural planning model, but especially also these uh, areas of focus really just added a, a significant new layer and really, yeah, added some some angles at some some value that i just had not seen in the gcd system before and it might just have mm -hmm. been that that taste of the higher horizons where i was you know uh, started off with gcd and really focused very much on projects next actions and really just let the let the um, life take me where wherever it took me i just uh, grabbed the the things that showed up and completed mm -hmm. them and then uh, i got to some some really nice cool new places but it was really important to get this this uh, areas of focus uh, into play as well mm -hmm. uh, and getting that overview especially um as uh, as a you know a founder of a, a company and and as a father and uh and setting some standards for myself for these different areas that that was just so essential really to get mm. uh, get this this map built out for me so yeah. i think one of the things that it that it helps me with today um, and that's really also you know core to the areas of focus is to to feel good about all the things that are going on or if you there's one area that you're not comfortable with that does not you know you don't look at that area and say yeah that's that's good you know there's ah there's something you know i need to to do something about yeah. this and that you know brings in the the projects that you mentioned or perhaps just the next action to check in on something to see that, that things are actually where they they should be mm. and i think especially coming from now from this uh, the personal one uh, one of the things that um, I had not seen before in um, in the work that I had done with GTD was this depth that you could go into with these areas of focus. I think mm -hmm. I might have had an idea of these sort of overall areas of focus that, that mm -hmm. we start off with before you start to to dig deeper into each of them. Uh, and and from for me personally, one of the things that I like to to highlight is, for example, in relation to my boys. Um, so, like mm -hmm. you said, two young boys, three and six. Mm -hmm. um, things that I focus on in relation to them. Mm. That, that's, that's, I really like that part of the areas of focus map that <laughs> I have on my sort of personal level. So for my, my oldest boy, it's, you know, he, he started school some months ago. Um, mm. How's he doing when it comes to friends, uh, you know, uh, activities, uh, playing soccer, playing badminton, um, you know, how is his uh, development? Uh, we like to, to, you know, play around with the letters and things like that to to make sure that he's uh, he's having fun with that. Um, he's also what we, from a GCD perspective, would call high mover. So mm -hmm. the Kairos cognition uh, version. Uh, he has a lot of energy. So how can we help him with that? For example, I I, mm. I like to be reminded about that every mm. time I bring up this map that. You know, it can sometimes be when I let, you know, let's calm down, let's, uh, you know, let's have a nice and calm evening and sometimes it's just not possible. So how can we help him in that sense mm. instead of that becoming an argument, for example, which it, yeah. it might as well have been mm. if that wasn't on my radar to see if we could sort of angle that differently. Mm. So that that's one of the places where it really made a, a big difference for me when it comes to mm. the personal level. Yeah, it is. It is, uh, you know, a good reflection you do there. I think for, you know, especially when it comes to, you know, children are, they are who they are, and you try to mold them, help them to become good citizens mm -hmm. of the country you belong to, so that they will have a good and successful life when whatever they want to do or, 
however they want to operate but to forget that that is actually a process and that you have to take into account how their brains are wired how their 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 dna is showing up and uh, if he's a high mm. mover make sure he get to move <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and enjoy that instead of uh, so so many um and i'm getting a little both a little philosophical or partially little political here but i've seen so many um unfortunate uh, parts from society in um, when oh. it comes to schooling uh, who's not supportive to to help children that have special needs or are special in any way really mm. it's, and that's a shame even though we believe in one of the you know the Denmark and Norway is one of the highest rated educational systems in the world and um, we are not um, we're not doing enough for those who mm. don't fit into that you know that you know square, what do you call it a square peg in a round hole yeah yeah, so, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What do we do yeah. with the square pegs? So, well, yeah, enough. Exactly. Try to try to support that, and also, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, you know, I think um, having having two kids, you could maybe tend to start off thinking, okay, so we'll just yeah. do a rerun of yeah, exactly. version number one, um, <laughs> like anyone else who has yeah. more How, than one. How's child, that uh, working they, out for you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's good. Yeah, it's not the same. It's just <laughs> these are two different children. So again, that, that mm. would be different from from my yeah. my youngest as well. Mm. Um, so that's just, again helpful filter mm. and perspective to put on the the, the life that I live. Mm. I just want to touch on one thing because um, I feel that we are uh, well. I will give you a chance to answer that after. But um, one of the things that I see that. Um, a lot of people uh, don't put on their areas of focus or accountability. Uh, when I coach them or I, I get a chance to see their system, um, it's themselves. Hmm. You know, it, it's very easy to, to not focus on you. So that um, remember to put you somewhere there. So that, hmm. you know, your personal development, your health, your... Um, one thing I would highly recommend that you have a category for yourself that's called fun uh, hmm. or, or things I like to do, things that gives me energy, things that I, I, you know, hang out with friends or I don't know what gives you energy or what takes your, you know, your fancy, but make sure that you are not forgetting that. Um, have you seen the same thing, Lars, when you coach people that they forget yeah. themselves, they're focused on everybody externally? Does that happen? I think where, where, where I, yeah, that's certainly the case. I think it helps when you do these areas of focus for yourself. They will, part of them will tend to show up. So when you see the example, I, I don't know if that happens when people learn GTD on their own necessarily, but but especially when we walk through this uh, this exercise in the level two seminar, when people mm. see this, oh, right, yeah, that's something about health or something about hobbies, things mm. like that. Um, I have one on my list that also, yeah, I would say it, it probably surprises people that it's on the list and it, it probably shouldn't. I have one area of focus called enjoy life. And mm-hmm. it's uh, that that's probably the, the same thing that you're angling at. Yeah. Uh, so I added this because my dad passed away when he was 63. So just before, you know, retiring mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and um, making sure that you enjoy life as, as, as it progresses, that that's mm. what, uh, what that entails for me. So just like you said, what do you enjoy mm. doing? Um, 
So, so uh, some of the things on my list, uh, like personal creativity development, um, uh, GTD, obviously, is on my mm-hmm. list on a personal mm-hmm. level as as well. Uh, I like to do some some uh, DIY things at the summer house and build some electronics and play my uh, piano and and you know spend time with the um, the, um, the family in mm-hmm. in nature is, is mm-hmm. also on, on that list, for example. Mm. Um, and just on that topic as well, uh, or at least, at least related to that, one thing that my wife and I added to the areas of focus list this uh, summer when we did uh, uh, our joint review together, um, we added some things that we wanted to have sort of a shared focus on. I don't know if hmm. uh, this is just something I came up with <laughs> in in the moment or if it's something that, that other people have, have worked with, but, but what did we want to focus on? now so that's things mm. like more more nature more um, more go go camping or hiking more mm. exercise with the boys more uh, adventure was yep. was the five things that actually showed up on that mm. list so just to show is to share with the, the listeners and viewers some some different uh, perspective mm. as well that, that might uh, work for them mm. and uh, as you would show your areas of focus professional to your boss maybe you want to do that on the on the personal side as well Show it to your boss. Yeah, <laughs> Shared lists are good and bad. They can be yeah. dangerous. I know okay. that from okay. from personal experience. Uh, no, mm. I know that from, from a lot of, uh, you know, let's say people that attend a level one seminar and then show up for the level two if they have mm. Uh, they they often have stories where they oh, yeah I got this uh, really cool way of working and uh, look at this list and we can just add lists to what we need to do around the house mm-hmm. I'll share this with you and then <laughs> da 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so more things suddenly showed up <laughs> yes yes at, um, um, I think uh, uh, send things to my inbox and I will process them is a good idea <laughs> I will clarify and organize them and then maybe they will yeah. be on a someday maybe list uh, is a good idea so <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, but but to do this uh, exercise, uh, if you've done if you've done this with your on your personal level with you uh, in in focus, that is create a mind map of your uh, personal areas of focus and accountability. Discuss that with your spouse, your partner, and ask: uh, Are you in, are we in agreement on this? <laughs> this is mm-hmm. my responsibility, and this is maybe you want to map out yours as well, so that we are. Because I I'm I see this all the time. We talk to people uh, who are in, um, and that's friends, and that's people you know in general that we meet. I meet at least say that eh, my wife uh, or my husband he doesn't do this and she doesn't do that, and and there is uh, you know. Um, Areas of arguments could be instead converted to areas of focus and accountability. What areas are you responsible for? Is it really me? Uh, uh, is it? Do I have a responsibility to pick up the towel from the after I've, you know, from the floor, or is it you? And and to have that um, mapped out and discussed, that could be also um, you know, release some positive energy hopefully and and in that discussion if you're really daring you can go in to look at standards so yeah, what are yeah, the standards yeah, yeah. not only who does it yeah. but what's the standard how so how full many... should the dustbin be before we empty it <laughs> <laughs> how much uh, you know stuff do we need to lately you know have to be clean that we leave in the kitchen uh, yeah. you know table how, how big yeah. does that get before we yeah. before we get it to to yeah. zero again yeah. with the washing machine and or or however yeah. you would 
I would, but on that note, I would just be be generous, be you know, give each other, give your your yourself and your spouse and your partner room to be who they are, and if, because if you enter down that you know the, the dustbin level uh, <laughs> part, it might not end up where you want it to be. It becomes a, oh, you didn't do that and you didn't do this, and, and it's kind of like. Yeah. So, no, I think more awareness that we have different standards is probably yeah. where we want to yes, go. Yes. That, you know, Don't. I might leave another dirty, dirty glass on the on the sofa table, and mm. and my wife might not want them to be there. So, just awareness of mm. that, I think, is probably the the key. Yeah. But what I've also found that when you do are doing GTD, where you are more present in the moment, it's easier to change your ways around the house. So that if you are the the glass on the sofa table person, it's easier to remember to take that, put it in the dishwasher when mm. you leave the table. Um, if you don't have a lot of other things on your mind at the same time yelling at you, so. Mm, yeah, and awareness of other people's standards and awareness of the other things that need to, to take place. Mm. Um, but, you know, how, how frequently do we need to vacuum the, the, the house? Mm-hmm. That, that is, a, you know, a place where I, I know that my wife and I differ. Mm-hmm. Um, so just finding a, a sort of suitable level that works for both of us, that's, yeah. a, that's in, a good, in, good in clarifying. In the post-show, uh, I will ask you, what's the difference? <laughs> 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 no, okay, I, no, maybe there something I and this this is uh, s- some information I don't need. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say she has a Roomba on her wish list for Christmas. Ah, ah <laughs> yes, my I I also have one of those, but that's not that's because it's um, um, you know it's easy, and and, hmm. and there are some really good ones than that new. Now we are diverging from the other topic, but good uh, robo uh, cleaners. Um, Watch the next episode as we will be sponsored by. (laughs) (laughs) I Roomba, no, uh, something. Yes, Robo Rock. I don't know. But um, no. Um, no, we will never do that, I hope, but uh, <laughs> we will maybe review some uh, technology or something that will help you get better at getting things done. Mm. So, Okay, I think we've, we've, we can round this puppy up. Uh, do you agree yeah, with I think me? One last thing to, to mention is just the, mm. um, the work-life balance perspective. Mm-hmm. Or life-work balance, as I as I noted that that David referred to it in the I think also making it all workbook and uh, actually like that that the the life part came before before work, but mm. um, you know that 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 added a layer for my understanding of work-life balance when I had these mm. areas of focus mapped out. So you know balance is just uh, I don't know if that's the right word because that's kind of loaded and then would imply that there is necessarily an equal weight on both uh, sides, but Having that, you know, in-depth view of, for example, my personal areas of focus that maybe if things have been, uh, you know, been a bit busy uh, or at work for some time, I had to travel for a while, maybe that when I review my areas of focus, I will be reminded that uh, I probably need to set up some, you know, let's go to the movies with my boys or let's, you know, spend some more time with my wife, let's go out for dinner, things like that. So it, mm-hmm. it really... Um, it's helpful for me to to think of work-life balance in that way and also just an amazing trigger list to make sure that I feel good about my life. 
that mm. I'm working on the right things, that things are in balance or um, as I want them to be. And if not, that I have projects to make them go where I need them to be. Mm. That's uh, that's why they're so critical for me. Good. M me too. So it, it's helpful to for you to live the life you want to live. Mm, exactly. Mm. Exactly. Okay, should we then try and wrap this puppy up? Let us wrap up this rich or complex slash messy discussion with a quick <laughs> reminder for you to head on over to gcdnordic.com. If you are based in the Nordic region, have a look around and find your local country website. On that site, you will find all of the news articles, uh, links to the different services that we offer in each of those countries, uh, links to groups on social media where natives discuss the methodology, etc. And of course, all of our offerings with uh, speeches, coaching and seminars, both physical and virtual. If you're outside the Nordics, gettingthingsdone.com is the place to go to find your local partner. And if you're not already watching, perhaps you are now that today we spend a bit of time on the visual side of things. But if you're not, we just remind, want to remind you that we have the, both our YouTube channels where we will be posting these so you can watch them there links to those in the show notes as well and uh, thanks to those of you who recently subscribed lastly as always we really hope that you find these episodes valuable if you do we really appreciate if you share the episode with a client or rate us in your podcast player it really helps the discoverability and hopefully then helps more people learn gtdn and get the benefits that comes with it mm -hmm. Uh, indeed thank you so much for listening and watching if you were watching at least you're listening so until next time stay stay safe and, and stay organized something like that <laughs> and productive and productive and messy stay messy <laughs> okay take care guys thank you bye 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 La 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 la.